It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and a huge welcome to this week's episode of Gina Gardner and Friends. And today I'm joined by Carrie Hart. Now, she's an intuitive and a spiritual explorer. And when we first spoke, I had no idea what a spiritual explorer was. But we're going to be exploring intuition during this session, and particularly looking at how intuition can help you in your business. All of you, I'm sure, have had times when, you know, you've had that gut feeling about things. And I don't know about you, Carrie, but whenever I've ignored that gut feeling, which says, be careful, I've always regretted it. So Carrie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Gina. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, what do you mean by spiritual explorer? <laughs> well, I just have never been comfortable buying into anybody's system of spiritual or religious thinking. And I like to try everything out myself. I like to experiment and find out what works. And what I found as a result of that, of course, is that what works for me might not be what works for you. And so to me, spirituality is this exciting, uh, exciting land that we can go in and visit and, and experiment and find out what goes beyond our rational thinking and our ego desires. It's an interesting way of looking at it. I feel like a child in a sweetie shop in terms yeah, of... Yes, exactly. I, I want to try it all and I want to try it all now. And I, I, right. love, I love what you say in that the dogma of whether that's the spiritual dogma or the uh, religious dogma always seems to me to get in the way of my connection with myself and my connection with source or God, whichever you want to call it. Right. I know it works really well for some people. 
Um, and I think that's the message that seems to me really so important is you've got to find what works for you. That's right. It, it, there's no right or wrong. It's just different. Exactly. And it is so different for everyone. In in every area, intuition is one, how how we access information in that land that I call Ataque, which is that um, that place we go with our intuition that goes beyond time and space. The it's so different for everyone, and it's different in healing systems too. Everything that we do in this, we call it a spiritual dimension, but it it covers everything. It's like our connection. It's energy, right? It's yeah, how yeah. how we deal with the energy um, that surrounds us that's more than just our physical body. Because we're all energy, aren't we? I mean, we like to think <laughs> of ourselves as being pretty solid, but the physicists have, have sussed that every, every part of ours and everything in the world is just a form of energy. That's right. Yeah, we are... We think we're we're solid, but we're just a lot of uh, spinning atoms. And I read something once that I really liked about that, and they said you could think about it like a fan. If when the fan is uh, running, it seems like it's almost solid; you can't put your hand through it. Okay. But in fact, if it stops, you can see that it's all a lot of space. That's my understanding. That's what we are, too. Uh, that's a really good way of looking at it. Before we go any further, so how did you come to determine that you were a spiritual being, that you were a spiritual adventurer? At yeah. what stage in your life, you know, what was it? What was the catalyst that took you to that place? Yeah, that's really interesting because I was raised outside of religion. And I had absolutely no interest in religion or what we call the paranormal, no interest whatsoever. And I was in the corporate world in um, in in computers. And then right around my 50th birthday, uh, I remember that birthday distinctly because uh, two friends gave me books that had a spiritual leaning. One was a Deepak Chopra book. Another was The Artist's Way, if you remember those. And I thought, well, these are interesting. And in The Artist's Way, they had an exercise to go write down what they called daily pages. Every day, you just write down some pages in a journal, three pages. And I loved it. And so I was enjoying that. And then one day, I felt compelled in a bookstore to walk down the aisle that I never went down, which was spirituality and religion. And I went down there and a book caught me on my eye. It was called You Are Psychic, which as I say, I had no interest in, but for some reason, I just had to read that book. And it was, I started reading it in the bookstore. It was so compelling. I actually sat down on the floor in the bookstore and started reading. Anyway, they had an exercise in this book where you would ask for a word for the day you breathe down to a quiet place and ask for a word for a day and of course you're asking your intuition that right yeah and since I was already doing daily pages I thought oh okay well I can do that so I, I I did it I trained myself to breathe down to a quiet place ask for a word for the day 
And then amazing things would happen, right? That word would show up in some way. Or it would be, it would end up being a piece of marvelous advice, that word. Then I started getting sentences. And so I was asking, well, is there any advice for me out there? And one day I was asking for a girlfriend who had a big problems. I was asking for advice for her and a new voice came and I, and it was very authoritative much more so than what I had been, those little words I've been getting. And so I said, who are you? And the answer was, I am Quado. And so from then, I started just every morning, I would get messages from Quado. I get up at four in the morning, go down to the garden, get my messages from Quado, go back up to my computer and post them on the internet, and then go get on the freeway to drive to my work. <laughs> Good gracious. So that was the beginning. <laughs> and, and now? And now, well, now, well, gee, you know, that was uh, that was uh, 25 years ago. <laughs> so we've had a lot of adventures in between. It's just as you said, it's like I'm in a candy shop. I just love it. <laughs> and my latest adventure that I am now excited about delving into is a, an energy called Wanatakwe that came to me. I'm, I'm blessed that all of this just comes to me. It's like the, my whole adventure with the shamanism too. Um, a shaman showed up in my head. <laughs> right. and I just have a lot of things going on up there. So I had um, this energy. I was uh, doing my own personal journey uh, into spirit and I, there was a portal and I went through the portal and on the other side of this portal was this energy that was, is called Wanatakwe and it wanted to be brought back through the portal into the earth as things are now. It was active, very active uh, thousands of years ago in the Amazon area and then when those people the, when the Wanatakwe people died out, it um, withdrew. And now it wants to be a part of our lives. And it has been, I worked with Wanatakwe for a little while, and then it went traveling around. It wanted to go see how the world is. Now it has returned to me. And uh, I am getting this amazing language. Um, there are certain concepts that, in this, when you're experimenting with spirituality, it's frustrating because we don't have the words. Mm -hmm. And so one of the great gifts of Wanatakwe has been these words, like the one that I said, Atakwe. Um, and Atakwe is the word that I was given for that territory that we go to that where we have so much fun where our intuition and serendipity and where you can get guidance that's where you can you can get guidance from angels or power animals or spiritual entities whatever your way is and so we're going to, have to go to a short break but there'll be we have many thousands of people who listen to this show and there'll be people who understand what you're talking about and have a feel really comfortable about um, exploring a spiritual world where there are 
angels and guides and so on. And there'll be other people at the other end of the continuum who think, what on earth is she <laughs> talking about? <laughs> and people all the way through the middle. So we're going to go for a short break. But one of the things that I'd like to explore when we come back is how we can access our inner wisdom, our intuition, and utilize that for good in terms of our own lives and in the lives of other people. So don't go away. We're going to be exploring how intuition can help you as the listener um, and how Carrie can share with her, uh, with us, her experience about how to help use that to help moving forward. So we'll be back in a minute. Hello there. My name's Gina Gardner, and I'm the host of Gina Gardner and Friends. I know you're all incredibly busy, and I know that there's so many calls upon your purse or your wallet at the moment, but I'm here to ask for your help. Help for a charity called Mom Plus Me that are supporting children, many of whom are orphans and disabled, and families that have been dispossessed by the war in Ukraine, which has now been going on for a year. They need your help desperately. There's no electricity, and so things are incredibly difficult. So please help by making a donation to justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom plus me. That's justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash mom, M-O-M, plus P-L-U-S, me, M-E. Thanks very much. You can make such a difference. Long day with ADT, it's safe to say. Nap time. Okay. When you know your home is protected by the largest security network in the industry. Protect what matters most with the security company that's helped save more lives than any other home security provider. Welcome back. So, Carrie, before the break, you were talking about, you know, your wide or deep experience of exploring the the spiritual landscape and meeting so much uh, within that landscape. But for people for whom perhaps that's not familiar, how do you think we can access that inner wisdom intuition, gut feeling, call it what you will, and use it to help us in terms of our daily living or in business or in leadership? Yeah, well, it's it's a a great question and something I love because I used, I was in the corporate world and my corporate life overlapped with when I began my spiritual explorations. And so I would use my what I was learning in the spiritual world in my corporate life. And uh, the main thing that you need to do is you, you need, well, first off, let me say something. Everybody has intuition. Everybody uses it, but they use it differently. And we know that we have it because we all have these experiences. Uh, Like, for example, uh, knowing who's on the the, uh, telephone before you actually answer the phone. And knowing uh, that you should 
pick up, take something with you when you go somewhere, even though it doesn't make sense at the time. We have a lot of, we have, I had, someone told me a story. I was giving a, a talk on intuition and she said, yes, I had the most interesting experience. I was going on a long road trip. And just as I was walking out the door, I thought I need to take a screwdriver with me, which is, <laughs> It Bizarre. didn't make any sense to her, but she did it. She listened, right? She went back, she got the screwdriver, she got in the car, she went in her car, developed a problem, and she was able to uh, open up the hood and fix the problem with the screwdriver that she had with her, which is, of course, amazing. I couldn't possibly fix any problem with a car. With I, that screwdriver. I could have a whole toolbox of screwdrivers. <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not sure that it would help me fix the it car. It wouldn't have helped me at all. But we do all have those experiences, and we know we do because all the time we say, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done that. I knew I should have brought that with me. We have those experiences all the time, and that's our intuition. When we ignore our intuition, we pay a price. It's that little voice, that little feeling that you have. So, uh, so one of the things that I always like to do is before anything important, uh, an interview, a meeting, a with someone, certainly in businesses, I used this all the time, shortly before, say 15 minutes before, because things change. So you need to ask before. You breathe down to a quiet place. And if you've been practicing in the morning, practicing your word for the day or practicing meditation or ways to get quiet, then you ask, how shall I approach this? How shall I approach this meeting? How shall I approach this interview? And something will just come into your mind. You need to capture the very first words, the very first words before your thinking mind tells you it doesn't make any sense. So an example that I had uh, was I was going to a very important job interview. I was interviewing to replace a project manager. And uh she, I was interviewing with the project manager who was leaving. And so just shortly before the interview, I asked, how shall I approach, how shall I approach this meeting? And the answer just came in right in my head. I said, don't let her get away with anything. And I thought that was a really odd answer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but that's the answer I got. So I went into the meeting and she was this lovely person. We had a very nice conversation. She's showing me all the things that I would be taking over if I'm the project manager. But she had this plan and it had just these high level uh, tasks and timelines. And so, so I asked her for the detail behind it. And she kind of fudged around and kind of redirected me and didn't give me a direct answer. And then I remembered what my intuition had said. And I was, don't let her get away with anything. <laughs> so I pushed her and pushed her and kept pushing until finally she had to admit she didn't have any detail behind it. All she had was a timeline with, well, these are the tasks we're going to do. And this was a big, complex computer implementation with a lot of staff. And she did not have a detailed plan. And because of that, I was able to go to the management then and say, well, <laughs> you're not making those deadlines. <laughs> 
and got the job, which turned into a long, uh, it turned into me get to having a vice president position with that company uh, down the road in some years. And all through that, all my work, I just kept honing that skill of using my intuition in practical ways. I think that's so important is the honing. So um, the listeners will know that I was a principal of a large school for over 20 years. And when I was appointing staff, I would go to great lengths to make sure that I appointed the right people. Mm -hmm. And I learned very early on that even though people may have had a fabulous interview and they may have, their CV may have been really strong, if I had that niggle that said, I'm not sure I needed to listen to it. You know, if there yeah. was a, a member of staff or, or a child and there was something, I'd have a, a, a feeling I need to investigate that then without exception, once I dug beyond the surface, there was something that needed sorting. Yes, yes. And I think we often dismiss those things. And I just... At our peril. <laughs> well, you know, Warren Buffett talks about the fact that he did not listen to his intuition early on in his career. Mm-hmm. And it cost him a billion dollars. Oh, <laughs> all right. And he talks uh, talked quite openly about using his intuition. Richard Branson talks about using his intuition in terms of have I got enough data? Have I got the right data? Have I have I you know the time that's going to take me to get more data? Is that worth spending that time? You know, is it cost effective? Uh, yeah. And I think for all of us that how we use our intuition isn't as important as recognizing that our intuition is our inner wisdom and that when we get away from the white noise of the world and allow ourselves to be quiet and start to, to ask our inner wisdom, what should we do? How should we handle this? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. going on here? we then give ourselves the best chance. And there's lots and lots of different ways of doing it. Um, you've talked about journaling and asking the question. But, you know, if you're listening to this, I wonder how often you go and you have your best ideas in the shower or oh, when you're yeah. running or yeah. uh-huh. um, that you set a question just before you go to sleep and when you, you wake up in the middle of the night and you your mind has got, and I could do this and that and that and that and that. And you, if you capture it, your problem is solved the next, for, ready for the next day. And oh, I think absolutely. it's trusting it, isn't it? Yes. And it's also learning learning how to get out of the the confused mind and yeah. the busy, busy mind that is running in circles and not getting you anywhere. How to breathe. You know, even if every morning, if all you did was take three deep breaths yeah. and spend a moment in silence, you're on the way to yeah. being able to access it. And to learn how that that feel, there's a feel when you when you train yourself to breathe into space and quiet, yeah. there's that kind of a zony feel 
that you can get that says, ah, now, okay, I'm, I've dropped out of my, my thinking mind and I'm into my intuitive mind and that's where all the good stuff is. And I think that's why things like being in the shower or the bath or going for a run or listening to music, for me, it's being in the garden or being in nature. That works yes. well. We've got yeah. to go for another break now. When we come back, I know that you have a, a book that you'd like to talk about. So when we come back, let's talk about your book. So don't okay. go away. For every generation, it has started with the call to serve. Discovering the purpose and the belonging earned with the title. Learning to dig deep and push through adversity together. Defending our nation and its people. It is a life of great worth and reward. But Marines are never really finished serving. Their commitment comes full circle, visible in communities across our country. This is Semper Fidelis, always faithful, always Marine, marking a path for the next generation. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. So, Carrie, the title of your book. The title of my book is Sojourner in Ataque, Mind-Expanding Ideas and Practical Tools for the Open-Minded Seeker of a Meaningful Life. So, what will people who buy and read your book, what will they get out of it? Well, one of the things you're going to get out of the book is that I go in depth into intuition, into an explanation of four intuitive senses that you can learn to access and some ways you can learn to access those. I also start with a just a my ideas on what the universe is all about, <laughs> about the web of the universe and the path of destiny and how much of life is destiny and how much is free will. And I wonder, uh, just quickly, since we talked so much about intuition, I wanted to add one little thing. As we've talked about about words in the mind and the like, but I wanted to... these. Intuitive senses also include the intuitive sense of feeling. I think for many people, they, it's the feeling rather than the words. Yes, um, I, I think it's the most common. Yeah. The well, most that's common. why we talk about that gut feeling, that that exactly. unsettledness. That it's exactly, yeah. exactly. And and one way you can really practice that at work that's really fun is it's just about awareness. When you walk into a room, just tune in, tune in to your body. What's in your solar plexus? What's happening there? Can you feel? Sometimes you can walk into a room, and I'm sure everyone's experienced this. You feel the tension in the room, right? Mm -hmm. You know somebody in there just had an argument, even though right now nothing's going on. 
And this is true all across the board. You can learn to just tune into the other people you work with, with your body. And also, if you think about it, how we we protect ourselves by closing, uh, crossing our arms over our stomach. Yeah. Is is just uh, we do that when we're in in a space where we don't like the energy and we protect ourselves. So that's the senses of of hearing. Of course, we talked about and feeling also knowing. Yes. Yeah. That you just know. And the knowing is that like, oh, I know I need to take a screwdriver with me. I, I know I shouldn't do that. And the last one is seeing. Seeing some people, of course, have visions, uh, both. And of course, we have dreams that yes. sometimes speak to us intuitively. And we know that was an important dream. And all of these, I explain in my book with some examples and ways to look at it. Brilliant. Now, we're getting to the end of the show. Where can people find your book? Where can people find you? Carryheart.com. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-H-A-R-T. Dot com. And if you go to carryheart.com, you'll find see a link to be able to buy the book on Amazon. It just remains to say for me to say a huge thank you to you, Carrie, and to thank you for listening. Do please join me on the next show. It's lovely to have you here. I'd love to hear from you and how you're doing and what your story is. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Please email me at Gina at Gina Gardener and friends and gardener's got an eye on it that's gina gardener and friends thanks so much and i look forward to seeing you on the next show bye-bye now thanks for listening to gina gardener and friends the show that helps you live a happier more successful and fulfilling life to learn more about gina gardener go to genuinely-u.com If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.